Royal Having the status of a king or queen or a member of their family Durrell Willis and Daryl Ellison Jr. Before I was Mr. Roy Mines, I was just the real Willis, you know. Um, I would say with my upbringing, it was pretty smooth. I didn't have a father in my household, mm -hmm. but I did have people who I could look up to as father figures, mm -hmm. no matter, let me see I said, no matter what they did. Mm -hmm. So I always knew how to take the bad with the good and cipher things out. Okay. And then my mother, she, I wouldn't say a typical black mom, but... She was one of those moms that was, she wasn't for no games, but she wasn't all serious either. Okay. So I did grow up in a loving, nurturing environment with, with my mom and my great-grandmother and my grandmother. So I had three strong women in my life. Okay. And then, what else? Oh, growing up, I had my sisters, my brothers, you know. Mm -hmm. Y'all already know how that go. They clown you, play with you, mess with you, but they always there to back you up. So I love them for that as well. Whoop your ass a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, man, I got war stories for that. <laughs> but, yeah, so just growing up in the environment that I grew up in, I was, to a degree, I was always quiet because I never thought anybody cared to hear what I had to say if it wasn't important. Mm -hmm. So what I always did was kept a lot of my thoughts and words to myself. Until I started to understand that the only way for me to express myself to people is to speak to people. So from there, that's where I just started pretty much moving and grooving with everything. Okay, okay. So yeah, yeah man, that's, I was going to say, I don't, don't want to say it's a typical upbringing, but it's, yeah, my upbringing was pretty smooth. I, mean, I wasn't trained. It got you the way you at now. Oh yeah, it's, it was all about that, uh, as they say, that grit and that grind. Yep, yep. And like, perspective, how you looking at it. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Because I could have, man, you can be like growing up in Flint and suck as this and that. Not listen. Growing up in Flint when I was younger, fire. Like, we always had something to do. Even if it was going outside to hoop with everybody, it was something to do. So, like, all the stories that y'all hear about Flint, this badness, this and that, man, it's all about you being a product of your environment. And are you going to let your environment mold you or are you going to mold your environment? It's like, I'm me, man. Like, I just want to bring value and bring positivity and joy to people. Like, any way possible that I can help somebody, I'm willing to do it, but only if you're willing to help yourself. Like, um, I'm not a big person that's willing to uh, coddle people or sugarcoat things, which you know, I'm gonna get straight into it with you. So if it's, let me see I said, not so, so much if it's an issue, but if it's anything that's rubbing us the wrong way, let's just have this conversation, get that out the way. Mm -hmm. So that way we can go back to having fun. Like, it ain't no sense in hovering over the neg negativity. It's all about positivity this way. Yeah, because it seems like most times if, if it's a real issue, if it's an issue, it's not as serious as it appears to be. No, people just be in their feelings. Yeah, that's... People be in their feelings, and then once you're in your feelings, it's always pride and ego comes into place. So until you get to a place where there's no pride nor ego, mm -hmm. or when you get to that place where your ego is only used to boost your confidence, that's when you'll really start running. Once you let your ego and your pride control you, it's, I won't say downhill, but you ain't going nowhere positive. Yeah, because it, it seems like that, that, that ego and that pride are kind of... St it, it won't put you down a rabbit hole all the way, like you said, but it's like it'll it'll keep you complacent in a way because you're never going to think that you can open up to be open to something else. It'll never let you be vulnerable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's strength and vulnerability. People yeah. don't know that, though. Yeah. So, yeah. What exactly are you passionate about? I know you want to bring joy and love, to, to, but what are you passionate about? Man, the thing that I'm passionate about is just seeing people be better than what they were yesterday. Because mm -hmm. the way that I see people is everybody is full of potential. But being full of potential and actually using your potential is two different things. And a lot of people are not out here using their potential. So mm -hmm. if I can help you figure out what it is that you're great at, or if I can help you figure out that you even have potential, 
Let's see how to harness that and let's see how to transition you into the best version of you possible. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really what I'm passionate about is helping people just get in line with themselves and become conscious about what it is that you're doing and how you're doing it. How do you see somebody, uh, how do you, can you tell when somebody isn't really walking in their purpose? Oh yeah. Like what's the, what's the signs of, of that? So when you're really not walking in your purpose, it's multiple signs, but the biggest, like, I'll say red flag is when you, when you see a person who knows they're good at something, but just don't know what it is. So you'll see them doing like six or seven different things. Mm -hmm. And while they're doing these six or seven different things, you're like, bro, if you just focused on this one, you'll be amazed. And you know this, right? Oh, yeah, I know I'll be great at that, but that ain't what I really like. I, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. Like, bro, just slow down. Like, you you don't got to rush life. Life's going to Listen, life's going to get at you how it get at you. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. you just got to let life be what it's going to be and figure out that thing that you're amazing at and go after it. Like, for myself in particular. I never knew that I was good at videography or even podcasting mm -hmm. until I sat down with a mic in front of me. Yep. So you did it. Yeah. And once I put yeah. that mic in front of me, it was just a different kind of high. Just like um, trying to think about it. How in that it paid in full. How Meach was explaining how he loved the hustle, how he loved the game. A nigga like me, man. I love the game. I love the hustle. Be feeling like one of the ball playing niggas, you know, like bird magic or something. Yeah, you know a nigga got though. A nigga could leave the league. But if I leave, the fans still gonna love me, man. Literally, that's how I felt when I sat in front of that mic for the first time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this is what it feel when you controlling your environment and you sitting having these conversations that you know added value to people you might not never see, but you know you impacted them in some type of way. Yeah. I'm like, this is what he was talking about. Yeah. Same thing with videography. Whenever I see somebody out, like, let's say I just see a random skateboarder skating. I'm gonna go up to him and ask him, like, hey, can I catch a video while you skating? Can I take a couple pictures? Mm -hmm. If not, cool, next person. But if so, we finna be here for about a good hour, and I'm finna catch you do all these alleys, kick flips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every trick that you can pull out, pull it out, bro, and we right here. Yeah. Like, we, bro, I am here for it. But it's just allowing, the reason that I like those two avenues is because it allows you to be creative. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, being creative means being different. Mm -hmm. And when you're being different, people don't understand you. So mm -hmm. since they don't understand you, they might label you or put you in a certain type of box that's not even you. Yeah. Like, even for myself, a lot of people like, oh, you just quiet and chill all day. No, it's just we're not in the environment that um, being creative with. Yeah. yeah. You catch, yeah. Me at, catch me doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. Ain't no quiet and chill. We finna have some fun. Yeah. I finna let you talk your talk. And we finna have this good conversation. Mm -hmm. Let me catch you out skate, like I said, skateboarding, hooping, and you actually good. Now, listen. If you ain't good at hooping, I'm not finna whip out the camera and be like, hey, hop on the camera. I ain't finna embarrass you like that. But. They <laughs> start trying to cross over. Yeah, cross it over the ball. ball every time. Uh, uh, hey, can you edit that out? See, <laughs> I'm not finna sit here and edit six or seven different mistakes. Like, nah, bro. Oh, like, but if that's something that you're good at and I can see it and I can see that you're good at it, oh, we finna sit here and I'll film, I'll film you for hours. And then won't even charge you or nothing for it. Like, I'll just do it, edit it, and then next time I see you, I'll give it to you. And like you were saying, like uh, you you wanna spread more like that, inspire inspiring folks and, and joy and love and love and stuff. It's like you doing that for somebody that's just doing what they love to do. They just out doing what they love to do. Imagine how this gonna make them move forward. It's like you see somebody skateboarding. They like I'm skateboarding to the point where you wanna record me. Okay, this. I can walk in this. I'm walking this further. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it's just, it's fueling that creativity because a lot of people, let me see how I said, a lot of people don't believe that what they are good at is worth getting paid for, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. So what they'll end up doing is they'll cut themselves short and either they'll keep giving their gift away for free mm -hmm. or they're going to keep letting people abuse and misuse their gift. Mm -hmm. At that point, sooner or later, the higher power will take it away from you yep. because you're not treating this gift with respect like you should. Yep. 
So the reason why I do film people like that in their most creative environment is to let you know that it's somebody watching. Mm -hmm. it's, even though you might not be the greatest at this moment, mm -hmm. you can if you potentially put that work in. And, and, and understand that it just it's everything is gonna take time. I don't I don't even though you, you might find a spark in something immediately, it's gonna it might it's gonna take time to to really find yourself in. Exactly. You know. And that's why it's like I'll stop and I'll record that dude that's sitting there doing those kick flips and practicing and practicing. Because I, I've watched you, you might not notice, but I didn't watch you for 30 minutes practice these kickflips. I just didn't pull out the camera yet. Right, right. So now I'm finna pull out the camera, you just keep doing what you're doing, bro. Yeah. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. And, I, like I said, I'll record the video, give it to you, and you might put that video up on Instagram, and that's how you start your Instagram or your YouTube, and now you're getting paid for what you do. Yeah. A lot of people not paying attention to how... Like basically, social media can take you from being, as they say, an average joke to not saying an overnight sensation or nothing like that, but somebody who's actually making money for their content yeah. or for their creativity. That's how I see it. Yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah, I'll pull out the camera and record you. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I look, bro, I'm finna do this on my own time, my own dime. And like you said, the reason I do that is because I heard it from Nipsey Hussle best. How do you tell somebody that you love? Love is spelled T I M T I M E. Mm -hmm. If you give somebody your time, that means you love them. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm willing to give my time away to people that's showing a passion for what they're doing. Yeah. Now, if you're not showing a passion for what you're doing, but you still want me to come record, yeah, you got to pay that fire. Yeah. I'm not doing this for free, but... got to make sure that you... Yeah, because I got to respect my gift at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. And the thing is, I've taken time to practice, work on, and hone, and let me see I said. Just basically turn my gift into something that's valuable. Mm -hmm. So now that you see the value and I see the value, you know, don't cheat me. Go ahead and give me something. But in the same breath, if I notice that you don't see what you're doing as valuable just yet, mm -hmm. like I said, I'll be, I'm the type of person that's willing to come out and be like, yeah, bro, just do what you do and I'm going to just record you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, that's inspiring. Go ahead. No, oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, like that's inspiring for, for, like you said, if you just see somebody that you can see you can see that there's potential for you to feel passionate about that, but like you said, you might not be feeling that right now. But okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take my time out to pull out this camera, or to pull out this microphone, or something like that, to be like, like you said, somebody is paying attention to what you're doing, and that's dope. That's dope. Exactly. And then another reason why, <clears throat> another reason why I think of things this way is because. Just think about what if somebody allowed Tupac to just be the poet that he was. He wouldn't have to do all the shenanigans and all the extra stuff to be included in being cool, basically. Yep. Same thing with the young people that's out here in the, in the world now. If one person takes time to show them that what they're doing is okay or what they're doing is cool, mm -hmm. then they're going to want to turn that into something great. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, I'm willing to show you that. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it has to be that... It gotta be something I see you passionate about. You gotta be oozing with it. Yeah. It's like I can't just be out here recording everybody because then everybody gonna be like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then at that point, it might not be what I just say like this. That might not be what God wants you to be doing. Yeah. But now you done got lost in the sauce. And now you feel like that's, that's what you should be doing. Yeah, and now you're gonna be like, at the end of the day, you're gonna, man, real was the one that put that camera out the first time I ever tried. <laughs> nah, you ain't gonna blame me like day, that. That's your fault. Which ain't gonna blame me. Nah, I'm not. That's why you gotta be oozing with passion for me, like I said, to just whip that camera out on the whim and we just get the record. What misconception, I know you said, you said something about um, people thinking that you're quiet, or you, you may be quiet, but people think that you're quiet to a fault. It's like you're quiet and you don't, you, you're not motivated by nothing. Mm -hmm. what, some, what are some of the misconceptions that you, not that you care about it, but that you usually hear somebody say or that you heard people say, you know? Oh no, like misconceptions about me that I done heard is a lot of people be like, uh, when they first meet me, it's kind of different stages you gonna go through with me. Mm -hmm. You gonna meet the quiet person, then you gonna meet the real cool person, and then it's just gonna be the fun, you know, laughing, loving person. Yeah. Sometimes people get caught up in the quiet and the cool person to where they be like, let me see how to say it. They'll start to, as I put it, insult my intelligence. Kind of 
pigeonhole you a little bit. Yeah, it's like basically because you think I'm quiet and cool, you don't think I'm seeing everything that goes on. Yeah. So you think you go, you know, you getting away with a couple things. Mm -hmm. Now you ain't getting away with nothing, fam. Yeah. Like I, I peep everything, I hear everything, I see. I can repeat to you verbatim probably what you just said. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna just go ahead and let you live with what you do, and I'm gonna do what I do, and yeah. just stay out your way. Yeah, living your truth. Exactly. Let you live in your truth. <laughs> you know. Listen. Like I tell people, the truth is only what you believe. Like, your truth and my truth is two different things. Yeah. Like, I might say the sky is green. You say it's blue. Mm -hmm. Who say are we lying? What's that shit? Uh, it's the truth. Then it's, it's, it's your truth. Then it's my truth. Then what is the, it's the truth. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's, the, it's just the shit in the middle. It's the shit in the middle. So at that point, it's like, yeah, like, bro. Like I said, you, like you said, you just got to let people live their truth. So once it gets to that point, it's like, what is there for me to say? Like until you ready to really have that that real conversation, because that's the other thing about it. Once I do open my mouth and I speak to you, you you're not finna hear no bullshit. Excuse my language, but yeah, you're not you're not finna hear no BS. Like it's gonna be straightforward. Let's get to it. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. Either you gonna love me or hate me at the end of the day. But nine times out of ten, you gonna love me because I'm the only person telling you the truth. Yeah, and I noticed like talk like as we we've, we've talked, it's always um, something simple. It's like you like uh, I think that's the the best communicator. Like if you can put something that's complex in some way, but you just you can push it out like a like a you talk to a kid. Like they say, you talk to a kid. Mm -hmm. Like that's the best shit. You just like okay, well this. This is what it is, mm -hmm. and that's what you get. That's that's the the vibe. Since I met you, that's the vibe I get. It's like it's just a a simple simple conversation. Not that it's it's it's, it's dumbed down or anything, but it's it's simple. It's it's meant for what we're talking about. Yeah. See, and the reason why, I, like when I speak to people and have conversations, is that way. Is <clears throat> because I've I've watched people sit there and try to make themselves sound more intelligent yeah. or smarter than what they were mm -hmm. and you using words incorrectly. Yep. <laughs> it's like what, what are we talking about? Like you you just sat here and you used that word totally out of context. And you think we should have finished this conversation <laughs> yeah. the same way? Like no bro like, you like spell it first. Yeah like spell bro, it. you shouldn't be using words you can't spell. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So for sure. with that being said the thing that I always learn is to have conversations with people and just meet them where they're at. Mm -hmm. So, and what I mean by that is, I could be having a conversation with you and you're a scholar. Mm -hmm. Like, you got a doctorate degree, everything. We can have a conversation and you'll understand exactly, 100% everything I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Now I can go talk to the person that just dropped out of high school. They got no college degree, no high school degree. They only, they left at ninth grade, let's say. But I can still have that same conversation with them because I'm meeting them where they're at. Like, you don't have to, in my mind, you don't have to have it all together just to have a conversation with me. Like, like you said, you being you, you walking in your truth, you you walking in your essence and your greatness, that's the only thing I care about. Other than that, the rest of it is life choices and decision making. Yeah, because, like, a lot of times when, like, if I'm, if I'm talking to somebody and they're trying to, like, they trying to over and they like they like overdoing the conversation. It's like yeah. you using these using like you say using big words. You trying to outsmart me when I'm not my 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 whole purpose. I'm not even trying to go into the conversation with me trying to be over you. I'm like we at we on level ground. We right. literally on level ground. And that <laughs> when people do stuff like that, that's what takes the authenticity out of the conversation. Yeah. So the value or the information you could have gave me that would have been simple, plain, and cool. Mm -hmm. Only thing you got me doing is finna go Google the word that you just used because one, maybe I don't understand it. Two, I do understand it. You just ain't using it in the right context. Yeah. So now <laughs> instead of us having a conversation added value, now I'm caught up on the verbiage that you use. Whole conversation went out the window. Because yeah. as you talking to me, the only thing in my head is, bro, just use frivolous, and he didn't even use it right. <laughs> I was walking, I was walking down the frivolous store. Uh, not frivolous. Yeah. It's like I was walking down the lane very frivolously. Yeah. It's what? Like, like, 
they don't even make no yeah, bro, get him out of here. It, 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 they be trying to make it make sense. I'll be like, man, shut the fuck up. I, 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 <laughs> you know? That's why I be like, bro, I ain't got that's why I just be quiet. I be chilling. As soon as you get, I'll have that conversation with you. Once we had that first initial conversation, I can tell you if I'm gonna keep talking to you or not. Mm-hmm. But it's just that, like you said, it's the essence of how you carry yourself. If you're trying to, the word that we're looking for is overcompensate. Yeah. When you overcompensate in something as small as a conversation, that means you, nine times out of ten, you overcompensate in your life. So mm-hmm. that means, like I said once before, you ain't even found yourself yet. Mm-hmm. So you don't even know what your true passion is. You don't even know what your true essence is. So yeah. to all honesty, you don't even know what your mm-hmm. the reason you exist. Yeah. So at yeah. that point, in my head, the way I see it, once I'm talking to somebody and I can see that, it's like what what kind of conversations we finna have after this? Mm-hmm. Like it's really not too much you finna tell me that's gonna really add to me or add to yourself. Because you're not real with yourself yet. Yeah, I, I've kind of recently have been dealing, kind of dealt with that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like uh, somebody trying to fill me with information that I don't really care for, and then you don't even want to learn at that point. <laughs> it was like, it was like it's school. Yeah, it's like, it's like why you? I didn't even bring. I didn't even. Entertain the idea of me wanting to know this. Why are you telling me this? I'm, I like learning new stuff, but it's like this was totally outside of what we talking about. See, <laughs> it's not that I don't like learning new stuff. I don't mind learning new stuff. But if what I'm learning doesn't, I just say if it doesn't pertain or matter or correlate with anything that I got going on or that I'm looking to get into, mm-hmm. I'm that your word ain't finna hold too much weight with me. That's just in all honesty. So like I said, it's just like me being in school. I didn't pay attention in algebra. Mm-hmm. Like, I paid attention in basic math. Mm-hmm. Once I learned how to count money, I was done. <laughs> like, you you had me. It was over at that point. Yeah. Everything, learning how to count money, learning adding, subtraction, division, even fractions to a degree. Mm-hmm. I had an A the whole entire time. Because mm-hmm. it, both uncorrelated. It, Okay, for me to know how to count my money, I need to know how to add, subtract, divide, multiply. Mm-hmm. I might even need to know how to do a fraction or two. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't need to know what the right, like, I'm too But you do need it. So, at some point. Yeah, now, okay, if you're a carpenter or if you're into anything like that, different things of that nature, yeah, you're going to need it. I, I, I don't like hard labor. But it's like, they don't tell you. It's, it's, it's I think more people would like school and stuff like that, education, if you put real life situations behind it, where you like, you like, so, so let's say you grow up, you in the sixth grade or something like that, and you like, maybe I want to be a carpenter or something like that, or a painter, so you know angles and know shapes and stuff. Lead me into that direction. Lead me into geometry, y'all. Lead me, yeah, lead me into that because I know I'm going to need it. I know I need to know the basic stuff too, but don't put me in calculus when I'm just, my passion for real is on some angles and shapes at the end of the day and measurements. So, (laughs) what it all boils down to in that situation is, I'm going to just be honest with you, when it comes to schools, what I think they should start doing is creating curriculums to fuel creativity. Because once you fuel somebody's creativity, you fuel their passion. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, like they say, your creativity comes from your imagination. What can I create? How can I create this? You start to ask yourself these questions. The only way to get these answers to these questions is either by going out and doing or learning. It's only two, it's a two-way street. Either gonna do it and you're gonna learn that way, you're gonna be hands-on learner, or you're gonna be a visual learner. Like I said for myself, to a degree, I was a visual learner growing up. Okay, I could watch you go do this. Mm, I don't think I'm gonna wanna go do that, so I'm not gonna try it. Oh, I see you doing this over here. That, that right there kinda got my interest, so let me ask some questions about it. Yeah. After you can answer my questions about it, I can see how far this can take me. Okay, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, like I said, if I don't see it adding no value, then I'm not gonna mess with it. Wasting, not wasting your time.
true if you will that the thorns burning Rome's burning and I'm sitting in the corner all alone burning Why does it always end up like this? Something that we don't determine Same people that I fought for, that I fight for, that I ride for, that I live for, that I die for Be the reason that these niggas is alive for and they want me dead well, I'm sorry, but I just can't die for you But I can make them put their hands in the sky for you We wait for the fireworks like you fly for Get fly more, get high more Cry more, why for? When the grief is over, beef is over I'll be fly when East is over I try to teach niggas how to be kings And all they ever wanted to be was soldiers So the love is gone, the blood is drunk Cause we no longer wear the same uniform Fuck you squares, the circle got smaller The castle got bigger, the balls got taller And truth be told, after all that said Niggas still got love for you Where does your mentality come from? To to for everything, because people can see it on you, but I don't think a lot of people. Obviously, you can't get in somebody's head. So where where your mentality come from? So, like I told you once before, my mentality came from not being a product of my environment. Because just being transparent with you, I grew up around people selling drugs. Everything negative that you can talk about, I didn't, I didn't probably been around it, seen somebody do it, or seen somebody in it, or heard about it. I didn't been close to it. I probably haven't done it for myself, but I've either been there secondhand or firsthand. So with that being said, I had to make a choice. So, and that choice was, did I want to be a product of my environment? Or did I want to be the thing that molds my environment? Mm -hmm. I chose to mold my environment. Mm -hmm. So from there, at that point, the way that my brain works, it was like, question everything until you find the truth in it. Mm -hmm. Or until you find the facts. Reason being, somebody will tell you something, and it's, it won't be 100% true. Right. Just like all of the history we learned in school. It's partial. Yeah. So that's why I tell people, partial, I tell people I don't lie, I tell partial truth. Because literally that's what you learned growing up. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, a lot of the things that we take as true, we only know partial information. So we only know half of what's going on. Yeah. We need to go figure out that other half. Mm -hmm. So I me, mean, like I said, it was always questioning everything. And when I was younger, I got in trouble a lot for it because it would be like, well, you got to go and do this. Well, like why? Mm -hmm. What you mean why? Because I said something. Just because you said it don't make it right. Right. And I'm like, I, I done got in trouble hella times for that. Yeah, you could be leading me in the wrong direction. Yeah. Just because you say I, I need to do it. Yeah, and then yeah. that's another reason why it's like, when I used to have conversations with the older crowd, they would actually entertain my conversation because I didn't just take what you said as truth. Mm -hmm. You had, it's not really proof to me, mm -hmm. but 
just outline some facts of what you're saying is true. And then, okay, I can go and look up this information or I can go research this, come back to you with what I found, and now let's compare notes. So it's like, you can't just tell me that this is true. Like, yeah, you probably got trouble. You got trouble yeah. my whole life. Yeah, I did. <laughs> like, even in school, when they used to be like, yeah. um, let me see, I said, even in, I wouldn't even say in school, like at home, moms would tell me something. I'm like, but why though? Because I said so. Well, why did you say so? Because I'm your parent. Okay, just because you're older and you're an adult doesn't mean that you're right. Mm -hmm. So, you gotta explain to me how you're right, fam. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, if you're gonna question me like that, you're being disrespectful. you in trouble now, man. You still ain't answering the question. So, <laughs> you say you still you still trying to egg question out. I mean, yeah, yeah, but it makes we are we here now. I'm already in yeah. trouble. So since I'm in trouble, at least give me the truth while I'm in trouble, or at least give me the facts while I'm in trouble. Right. What I've come to realize is when somebody can't provide you the facts, that means they don't know themselves. Mm -hmm. And instead of saying I don't know and going to learn the information, they allow that pride and ego to get in the way, and now they take their frustrations of not knowing out on you. Mm -hmm. And that's what shuts down a lot of people' creativity. So, this is another question based off, off your mentality. Mm -hmm. Where does your sense of your sense of uh, balance, or like, how do you center yourself to to understand your own your own values? Like, like like you said, if 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 I really feel like this should be questioned, I'm gonna question it. Like, how do you get? How did you get yourself to the point where you you trust yourself enough to know that I can question this? Oh, that's just, like I told you, me getting in trouble a lot when I was younger. The only person I could talk to is the man in the mirror. Okay. So yeah. I had to get comfortable with myself first. Mm -hmm. In order to have, like, tough conversations that where you're questioning somebody and it's almost like you keep pushing and pushing and pushing until you get what it is that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. With those type of conversations, you got to be comfortable with yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not comfortable with yourself, as we go down this rabbit hole, which it is a rabbit hole sometimes, you're going to start to either become conflicted or confused. Mm -hmm. So once you're either conflicted or confused, it's like, do I even want the truth to this anymore? Yeah. Do I want to know the facts about it? So now you don't even know the reason for the conversation in the first mm -hmm. place. But you being able to be comfortable in yourself and sit there and have specific conversations with the man in the mirror, like I said, mm -hmm. at that point, it's like, oh, no, I'm confident enough. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable enough. I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable at this point because mm -hmm. I, I talk to myself. Like, have you ever, I think we all have, 
what was what's been a moment where your ego has flared up to the point where you start to lose perspective of what you're trying to do and if that's ever happened and how did you find your way back to to release that a little bit if any of those situations have happened yeah well for myself it it recently happened mm -hmm. so what it was was like me you know me leaving job we was at, yes. what I was at. With me leaving that, one of the things was I had to check myself and make sure I wasn't ego-driven. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, like me and you done had the conversation. Yeah. I felt like I was being pent up. I was being like in cage. Yeah. I can't be creative. I can't flow. I don't like this. I don't care for it. I got to run. Time is all taken up. Yeah, I got to go. Mm -hmm. So with all that being said, it was like I had to kind of ask myself, like, is this an ego thing or are you actually ready to get out here and make these moves that you said you want to make? And one of the things that I did, which is I kind of overcommitted myself to a couple of things that I'm like, well, I can do this, I can do that, I can do this. All these things together be able to work. That's what's going to make me money and what's going to make me, you know, not happy, but that's what will make me money in this moment to where I know me and my wife is good. Ended up once I got out here. I ain't gonna say I ain't do none of it, but a lot of that changed. Cause at one point in time, I'm like, I'm finna dive head first into real estate. Now it's kind of like, I'm still doing real estate to a degree, but I still haven't went to go get my license just yet. Okay. And even with that, with the, uh, let me see, I said, with my partners in real estate, when they stopped and they really asked me, like one of them sat down with me and was like, like, dude, you know you can get your license, why you ain't got it yet? I'm like, man, well, the thing that I had to really question myself and ask is, do I really want to get a license in real estate? Like, do I want to be known as a real estate agent? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, nah, I really don't. That's not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. But then after we sat down and had a conversation, it's like, no, nah, you ain't got to be a real estate agent mm -hmm. or you don't have to have your license to be in real estate. It's like, but if you have your license, it do give you more perks. Okay. You are, basically, you are viewed different, you're seen different. I'm like, oh, okay, now it makes sense of why to get the license. Okay. But I say all that to say, like, yeah, when I was first talking about leaving the job, me and you talked about it. I'm like, man, I'm finna jump into real estate. Mm -hmm. I'm finna do this. You, I didn't took the test. I went and took the test. I'm like, man, I didn't fail it. you like, how you fail? You, you know the stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, what it was was I was getting into it for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting into real estate to, like I said, to add value or to help people. Now, after having this conversation with my partners, yeah, now I am. But at first it's like, no, I'm just getting into this to make sure that my bills get paid so my wife's comfortable, I'm comfortable, and that's all that matters. Yeah. That's why it wasn't working for me. Mm -hmm. Just like I was explaining to somebody the other day, when it comes to life to a degree, things either gonna be pulled in or pushed out, just like a magnet. You either gonna attract some stuff or repel it. The thing is, when you do add something, what are you subtracting? That's what you got to pay attention to. So what happened with me was, I was subtracting the job out of my life. But now what am I adding in? Are you finna go out and get a whole another job? Which that's what real estate would originally been. It would have been another job for me. Because it wouldn't have been me actually adding value. It would have just been me getting a paycheck. So it's like, are you finna go and do the same thing, create the same resentment, and the same discomfort of being in this place doing this nine to five that you just walked away from, mm -hmm. just so you go get another check, or are you finna do what you tell other people to do, allow your creativity, a few of you, mm -hmm. and go out and do things this way? I just chose that opposite way, and I ain't gonna lie, everything this move. Yeah, because it's something something I read somewhere. It was like, uh, um, what, what, what was that? What was that? It was in uh, the guy named Eckhart Tolle book. He was like, once you, once you do things out of your ego, and like you, like you can go into something. Like say, if I say, I wanna, uh, I don't know, I want to be a doctor or something like that. Right. Let's say I want to be, I was a kid that wanted to be a doctor. Then I grow up and become the doctor. Then I'm not happy in that position. I'm not happy in it. That's just your, that whole process, that whole journey 
was your ego because you like you said you went into it with the with with good intentions but not the right intentions and you probably went into it with your expectation being higher than what they should have been yeah yeah so it's like you you went like you said you went with it with a, a fantastic intentions to help your just to support your family but you probably I don't know if I'm getting this right I probably ain't wording it right but like you you became aware it's like but I'm not I'm not fueling what I have naturally in me which is that creativity mm -hmm. so I know if I if I do this the real estate the way I was gonna do it just for a check it's like like you said I'm gonna be doing the same thing I could have been doing the same thing at the place that I just left exactly. and then not only that it's like the team that I work with right mm -hmm. like fire mm -hmm. coldest team best group of people to be around but if I would have went in with that same type of sorry same type of mentality mm -hmm. only thing I would have did was create resentment and discomfort between me and them because yep. then it would have been like like I explained to my partners before, it's like, well, why Rel ain't showing up to these appointments? He said he can go show these houses. He can go do this. He can go do that. Why he not doing it? Mm -hmm. And that, like, I'm, I'm a consistent person. That's what people know me for. Mm -hmm. So it's like, dang, bro, ain't being consistent. He not doing this. He ain't doing that. Well, why ain't he? And then, like I told you, with me, I might be over here doing something creative. So I'm over here, like I said, walking down the street. It's a festival going on, taking pictures of the festival. Not getting paid for it or nothing, but it's fueling my creativity and it's making me feel like I'm doing something purposeful. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, my team find out and they like, bro, why are you, you ain't even making no money over here, but you over here doing this for free, but you making the business go down over here. Like, fam, either you're going to have to, you're going to have to get your priorities together mm -hmm. or we're going to have to, you know, remove you from doing this because now you're pulling us down. Mm -hmm. You become awake. Yeah. It's like, no, why do that to people? Mm -hmm. Like, no, if it's literally, if you didn't overcommitted yourself to something, just decommit. Like, no, that ain't even going to work no more. Or structure it in a way that it can fuel your creativity. Because, like, even now with my team, we sit back and we talk about it. They even got to the point where they like, look, even if you don't go get your license, you can still come in. You can be the in-house videographer for us. Since that's what you like to do, you can be the in-house videographer. We'll pay you for it. Only thing you got to do is come through, record us doing our open houses, record us doing certain little things so we can have it for content for Instagram, and then we'll pay you for it. Yeah. It's like, come do that. Or another way that they was telling me was, you know, pretty much be the tech guy. Mm -hmm. Come through, show us like what we need to do to clean our audio up for our Instagram, our videos, mm -hmm. all of that, all the different type of things you can show us, and we'll pay you for that. So it's like... It's different ways to fuel your creativity. Mm -hmm. And basically, like I'm trying to say is, don't cause so much confusion, mm -hmm. but then still fuel your creativity all by being, it's like basically being honest with the people around you. Yeah, honest with yourself about what you can commit, commit to. to. Uh -huh. like, and that's what happened with me. Yeah, because it's like, and it's not even that you, like with your situation, it's like, it's not that even that you really was even thinking about decommitting you just you just rerouted it mm -hmm. it's like um like somebody said that's the reason why you got you got you got a, a steering wheel if you see yourself about to hit that that wall swerve just swerve turn around and find a way around but you still reaching that same the same point and chances are the other way is might be a, a better way like you said you 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 still working with the real estate people and you fueling your creativity at the same exact time. Yeah, so it's like it's no discomfort, it's no nothing. So now it's like, like I said, instead of somebody calling me and be like, hey bro, come show this house, sell this client, this house, this, this, and this. It's like, no, hey bro, I need you to come here, I need you to take these photos of this property. After you take these photos of this property, when can we book a session for me and you to do like a, a walkthrough of the property where you're recording me doing the walkthrough? Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. it's the, like you said, I'm still in the same world of what I understand, but it's just I'm allowing my creativity to take over to where now I'm getting paid to be creative versus I'm getting paid for my time. Mm -hmm. Like in my head, like I just told you earlier, I, I don't like labor mm -hmm. and I don't like getting paid for my time. 
because I feel if I'm getting paid for my time, I'm wasting my time because you're not paying me for my efforts. True. If you're paying me for my creativity, you're paying me for my efforts. At that point, I know in my head, I got to show up on time. Mm -hmm. I got to get the job done right. The job has to be quality. Mm -hmm. It has to be quality over quantity. And then also, it has to be, basically it has to be, like you said, all, all good vibes, all good intentions. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what comes with me getting paid for my creativity versus getting paid for my time. For my time, I just got to show up. Exactly. Like you said, I, I never thought about it that way. Like, if you just getting paid for your time, you just, you wasting your time. At the, at, the, at the end of the day, instead of getting paid for what you, what's in you, you know, just getting paid for being. Yeah, for being. <laughs> it's like, and how many times have you been at a job? And you was just sitting there like, bro, I could have been at home. Like, I don't even care if you said some stuff like, bro, I could have been at home playing 2K right now. Do you know they pay people $250,000 to be in a 2K tournament? Man. And then if you do it right, you can set up your own streaming. So now since you set up your own streaming, you get paid to play the game to make people laugh. And people subscribe to see you do that. And you get three checks instead of one. And all three of your checks equal all three of your checks equals or is that same one check. <laughs> that same yearly, which you will probably make. Yeah. So let's say you're making 70000 70, a year. What if you just did that and you did that for each one of these? Mm -hmm. You just made, what, 210000 Yeah. Yeah. If you had three things that you was creatively doing versus showing up for your time. Like I said, I'd rather show it to be creative. For sure. I just want to know what's been the most uh, valuable lesson that you've learned throughout your life to get you to the point where you at now that you hold on to it. You ain't got to really even think about that lesson. It's just there. It made you. Know? Yeah. No, bring value. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you do, make sure you're bringing value. Because mm -hmm. if you're not bringing value, I ain't going to lie to you. If you ain't bringing value, you're not getting paid for it. If you ain't getting paid for it, you're wasting your time to a degree. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that money is everything, but we all got we all know that you gotta make money to eat. Yeah, what's your favorite what's your favorite guy say? Uh can't take it when you die, but you can't live without it. Facts. See what I'm saying? So with that being said, you have to bring value because once you start to bring value, you appreciate your gifts more. Yeah. Once you appreciate your gifts more, you see how much further you can go just by, like I said, Putting, it's almost like putting your stuff on earth. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, that's what you you adding value, that's what it does. Mm -hmm. You just step in your place on this earth. Yeah. And then once you do that, like I tell a lot of people that I talk to, once you stamp your flag on your spot on earth, mm -hmm. that's when you'll start moving out of purpose and passion. So, this has been dope. Uh, I appreciate it. I've been mad. I'm telling you, you know how long I've been wanting to do this. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Just a one-on-one. I know we done did, like, a group with me, you, and Joey. Mm -hmm. But, like, just to do a one-on-one just to get more of a, a, a intimate idea of how, who you are. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? So that's in your perspective on certain things. Because there's going to be a lot of people that, that's going to listen to this and they're going to learn, you know, something because of, even it can be the simplest thing that, that you say. Mm-hmm that somebody can pick up and they be like, I didn't think of it that way. And that's that's the purpose of doing this, is to, to like you said, let people know that, that, that they got a perspective and that they being watched in some way. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that inspires other people to, to wanna have conversations that go past the surface of what you usually be talking about and just dive a little deeper so you can usually when like how they say you got more than one person in the same area building you're gonna find something out of that mm -hmm. and if, if the if the conversation is genuine and it's, it's true facts um so with that i just want to know if you got anything else you would like to say promote about your businesses anything you want to say to just continuously encourage folks one, go ahead and tune in to the Royal Minds Podcast. We are here, you know, every Saturday at 12 p.m. YouTube, any streaming platform that you want to go listen to me on. 
you there. And then also, if you are in the city of Flint, get ready for the podcast space and for the streaming space. So we're going to be down here teaching y'all how to podcast, start your podcast from start to finish. We're going to show you how to monetize and how to get everything together. So that way you can get out here and start making content that fuels your creativity. Also with the streaming, it's just a space where you can come, rent the space, and everything is already set up for you to stream. You come in, play the game, stream. You ain't got to hear nobody knocking on the door, yelling at you. You ain't got to worry about the Wi-Fi going down. None of that. Yeah, you ain't got to worry about none of that. Music too loud. Nah, man, just come in. It's already going to be set up. Only thing you got to do is come kick it with us. Hey, have fun, man. That's yes, sir. This is going to be a great spot. And I was telling my cousin about it, too. I was telling a few people about it. It's like... For some something like this to happen in like your like where you can it's so easily accessible because we talk I think we was talking about it like you got places in Detroit you can go to yeah and do it but you paying for travel you paying for all this stuff paying for equipment come down you, you chances are you didn't been downtown before come down here and use the services that's available to you if. You know what I'm saying? If that's if that's what you want to do, and it'll be a quality. You got somebody that's passionate about it already themselves, so them showing you how to go about it is gonna be a breeze. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like I said, it's just gonna be us coming down, and we really just it's like edu- educating people on content creation. I thought you were about to say education. No, I'm gonna need help. No, I'll just go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. But it's just educating people on content creation because, like I tell a lot of people, right now in the time that we live in, like the internet, you can make millions off of it. You can do, man, you can make some of the best relationships on the internet. It's so much you can do right now with the internet. And we just letting it waste us by by just sitting on Instagram and Facebook, laughing at all the negativity. Mm-hmm. Like, no, take that and fewer, let's start putting out more positivity than negativity. For sure. So it's like, yeah, just come on down, you know, sit down, have a consultation with me. We talk it over. We figure out that number that can help you get your podcast started. But let's start that podcast up. And the most important thing is once we start, let's be consistent. Yes, sir. Yeah. I appreciate you. I love you, man. Oh, I love you I love too, you. bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you.